0: And I am Aware Now Aware Now The official platform for causes Tune in and turn it up As we raise awareness One story at a time For the causes that tie us all Together Capturing the beauty of humans And the moments that life gives us is what Marissa Kimmel, with her camera, has dedicated her photography to. Finding comfort with her camera through self-portraits that helped her find self-love, Marissa redefined beauty for herself and for all who see her. And losing her hair to alopecia and losing her breasts to a double mastectomy due to a BRCA genetic mutation, she found self-awareness and self-acceptance for a new beautiful version of herself. Let's begin by talking about firsts. So after losing all of your hair to alopecia, you bought your first camera. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it was your self portraits that helped you find self love. I wonder if you could share how your photography helped you heal
1: yeah so shortly after i had cut off all my hair when i was i was 19 when i finally cut it all off i probably had like 40 percent of it left it's like okay it's it's time and my boyfriend then actually brought his barber stuff home he was in school to be a barber and we i went to the bathroom by myself i cut it off and he shaved my head and then um that following year we had uh, we moved to Chicago when we were 20. And I ran into into a photographer and um, he had asked to take my picture and no one had ever... I mean, I come from a small town and so no one's really asking you to be in front of a camera, especially not a stranger. No one really talks to you like that. But um, I had met with him and he was kind of... Explained to me on how photography could be healing in some aspects because mm-hmm. I had told him a little bit about my alopecia story and I'm very new to feeling comfortable in a way um, without hair, mm-hmm. and so it was very vulnerable for me to get in front of his camera. He'd yeah. be like, "Okay, like you are a stranger and here I am, like just unveiling something that's so personal um, to me and." Yeah, he, he suggested that photography and taking pictures of myself could be uh, therapeutic,
0: mm-hmm. in a way.
1: I was like, okay. And so then I bought a camera. It's like, let me try. And I, I still have, like, those first photos of myself, like, figuring out not only my camera settings, because I've never picked up a camera before, right. before then, um, but also really looking at myself. And when you... It's different when someone else is taking a photo of you because you really don't see that photo until you see their end product. Like they put their touch on the photo and then they're kind of like a filtered, a little bit of a photo. But when you're taking your own photo, you really see so much of yourself. And so it was was like the first step of me really looking Mm. and seeing the outside of who I was and yeah that was the first step of so photography for me it's so much more than just photos it's mm-hmm. a way to get into like a deeper part of yourself and yeah yeah it's, it's yeah. something mm-hmm. well
0: and like to your point, you know to be able to to see yourself like but to really see not just with your eyes but to you know but um, yeah. through photography that way mm-hmm. um you know so In speaking about your photography, because you're an incredible photographer. Thank you. um, You mentioned this, you say, trust me when I say, in front of my camera is such a safe place to be. And I love this. Some people hate being on camera, like me. Um, (laughs) But uh, they fear it. So I guess my next question is, how is it that you help people, the people you photograph, Mm -hmm. how do you help them to feel safe? I think because it, I know
1: what it feels like to be in front of a camera and I still put myself in front of a camera and when I am having those hard to love myself days, it's the first place that I go. It's like even if it's just uh, with my phone or if I do set up my tripod and my camera and I like because I, I can trust that that has always brought me like back to myself and when you do push through like that, hard uncomfortable stuff like on the other side of that like it's always like the freedom Mm. and so I've already I put myself through that and it was hard but like on the other side like I'm already I'm here like I made it on the other side of that vulnerability and even just saying yes to that first photographer and Mm -hmm. letting him like photograph me yeah like if I would have been too scared Mm -hmm. and held myself back Maybe eventually I would have gotten here, but it might have taken so much longer and so much more energy and time from feeling most like myself and yeah Yeah, and so I think it's when I have other people in front of my camera Kind of validate that their feelings are a hundred percent real and we all feel them Mm -hmm. but I promise like the photos if you're not going to love them today or tomorrow 10, 20 years from now, you're going to be grateful that you have those photos. because, you know, our memories can only hold so much, but Mm -hmm. photos, like, that's, you can at least, like, have those. You don't have to stare at yourself all day long, but good to have.
0: They are good to have, for sure. Um, You know, so let's switch gears a little bit. So with your BRCA genetic mutation, Mm -hmm. your chance of breast cancer went up to 80%. Yeah. So, resulting in a double mastectomy. Mm-hmm. My next question is, what was your first reaction when you looked at your reflection in the mirror?:
1: Yes. Um, so before before my surgery, I had talked with a close friend who is a photographer, and I mentioned to her how important it was for me to document and even though it was going to be hard and emotional that oh wait like I trust myself I know that I'm going to want these photos and to have them capt- captured and so I I had her photograph the day before my surgery And that was the last time that I breastfed my son, was the day before, so she was there for that. And then the day after my surgery, she had come back. And um, when I first looked in the mirror and it was just me in the bathroom and she was like on the outside, but um, she was photographing that moment. And um, me by myself again, And it felt very similar to when I had first cut off all my hair. Mm -hmm. Um, When I was 19, I was in the bathroom by myself and putting all my hair up. And like taking that, that deep breath and waiting for the relief that back then I didn't know what that was going to feel like. But I knew this time around how much lighter I was about to feel, (laughs) and so um, she photographed like me taking off the bandages and um, me just looking like at myself for the first time and Of course, like I cried, I cried at everything. It doesn't matter if I'm happy or sad. There's gonna be tears, but um, yeah, again, just tears of relief and um, gratitude.
0: <laughs> um. <laughs> A lot of
1: emotion, <laughs> because when I um, when I had alopecia, and I was at that point where like, I wanted to cut all my hair off, it wasn't out of um, it wasn't out of strength. like more out of fear because I had I had tried I tried everything um, to try to accept myself and love myself to fix myself and just none of it was working, so I'm like the, my last option that I had, like, given myself was to cut it all off, to, like, try again, and to start from nothing, um, because that's, I, I felt like I was nothing, so it's so sad that something like alopecia, like, brought me down to the very bottom. Where I just didn't, I couldn't imagine making it to 20 years old. Like, I didn't see, I didn't see any future, like, for myself. Um, What that looked like in any capacity, having a family, a career, A baby like I had no plans Um, and so this time when I was taking off my bandages from my mastectomy and looking in the mirror there was just a different Marissa and so that first time when I cut all my hair off And I just had that little bit of fearful trust in myself. This this time around, it was all trust. Um, I had worked so hard um, to stop trying to search for like outside validation. It was just all me. So it was, Just another layer of finding, like, the most freedom that I'm worthy of having. So, yeah, it was very emotional, clearly. Um, (laughs) Clearly. Yeah. It was, yeah. Lots layered in there, and those photos, I feel like you can feel it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Absolutely. Thank you
0: for Mm -hmm. sharing
1: all of that. Yeah, it's hard to get my my words out i feel like they're all up there but when i get them out i'm like hopefully they're coming out in a way that makes any sense absolute
0: sense okay absolute sense um you know so there was your personal reaction after the mastectomy um your husband your son what was what was that like
1: Um, so right after my friend had photographed me taking off my bandages, I also was able to shower, um, but I wasn't able to, like, lift my arms yet, and so my husband, like, he was there to help me cut off all my hair, um, was there to, like, help me wash my head and wash my face, and, um that was the first time that he saw me without any boobs like Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. a body very different than what he had seen Mm -hmm. since we were 19 years old um yeah my body has shifted many times throughout pregnancy Mm -hmm. postpartum and then Mm -hmm. this um change and he's my husband has always felt like a safe person to me. And so it Mm -hmm. wasn't, there wasn't any part of me that felt like, he could have voiced if he felt any different or Mm -hmm. any concerns, anything like that. But it was all, we're both very, it is what it is. And Mm -hmm. we work with what we got. So Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah, um, very grateful to have someone like that where I have emotion, like emotions galore, and so he is just very, just a very safe person. Mm-hmm. And my son Abraham, he is just an angel. I don't. <laughs> um, we don't really have to say anything to him; he can just feel the the energy like in the room and. Mm-hmm. He's always just like wanting to love me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and yeah, we explained that he was, he was like two and a half then, mm-hmm. but I, leading up and to my surgery, every time I would feed him, I would explain how mm-hmm. it's getting, yeah, getting towards the end and You know, he could not really communicate that well, um, but I was so nervous that he would take it so hard and he didn't, um, yeah, I was just like, okay, on to the next, like, phase of his, him being a toddler and... Mm -hmm getting nutrients from other foods and instead right. of me so yeah mm-hmm. it was a very easy transition
0: mm-hmm. i feel like well and the fact that you say you live with your husband how you the first thing you said safe mm-hmm. he's been safe for you and i think that's so key um yeah to be able to navigate th- these kinds of things um you know so here's the thing for many, when they hear the term "beautiful woman," they think, "Okay, long flowing hair, big breasts." All of this comes to mind. That said, we know that beauty comes in all forms, like you like here. Mm-hmm. For um, I will confess that you are one of the most beautiful women mm-hmm. I have seen, and. Um, No hair, no breasts, incredibly beautiful. I see your beauty, so many people see your beauty. My question is, after what you lost, how long did it take you to look in the mirror and to see your beauty?
1: I think if you were to ask me that five years ago, my question, or my answer would be, Know, very different. Mm-hmm. Um, since you're asking me today, I, my outside appearance is the last thing that I think about when I think about someone or myself being beautiful. Mm-hmm. So when I look at myself, like I do want to love my outside appearance and mm-hmm. I do what I can. Um, to make myself feel most comfortable mm-hmm. um, Yeah, the outsides it's, doesn't, it doesn't really cross my mind in that way of mm-hmm. having hair, looking a certain way to be beautiful or having hair at all or mm-hmm. um, makeup, the way that you dress the way that your body looks mm-hmm. all of that Beautiful isn't those things to me. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, if you would have asked me a few years ago, I would have been like, "Oh yeah, I need to have um, my body to look a certain way, or mm-hmm. my skin, um, makeup, like mm-hmm. the." And my hair was gone then, but um, I would have wanted like the most mm-hmm. shaved head. Like <laughs> I would have been wanting perfection and Mm -hmm. that is made up entirely and this whole world profits off of us hating ourselves and so Mm -hmm. i try to give as little energy to that whole concept Mm -hmm. because it really is it's ever-changing i mean as soon as we get to that next like beauty standard look they're like oh just kidding changed because Mm -hmm. that's the way it goes right So if we spend our entire lives trying to reach, you know, unattainable Mm -hmm. image, we're going to waste our entire lives trying to do that. Yeah. So I just... I don't know. If there's some days where I do not feel comfortable in myself, I will not look at myself. Like, it's... Right. It's as easy as that, like, I... Like, okay, look at yourself a little bit less, Mm -hmm. and then come back tomorrow and try again. Uh Uh-huh. Like, there's no... The world puts enough pressure on ourselves. Like already we can give ourselves a break. Like it's mm-hmm. yeah, I don't remember um your actual question, I feel like.
0: When <laughs> <laughs> um, When you okay, saw yourself exactly. as beautiful the way the way I see you, the way that so many people see Yeah. You. <laughs> okay, well
1: um I feel like whenever I show up exactly as myself and I feel I don't know, just like Marissa, like there's the outsides really, I don't,
0: mm-hmm.
1: they're not important to me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And even when I meet anyone like that, it's the last thing right. I am looking at. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. So it's, there's very little thoughts given to, <laughs> to beauty, I don't know.
0: <laughs> well, and you know, it's, uh, I mean, when I, like I, I said, the, the photo that Phil took of you is the first time I, I saw you. But in that photo, what I saw wasn't just shapes and lines and colors and these kinds of things. It was an energy about you. It was mm. something, a light about you. There was something... I think photos can do that. I think, I think they can. There's something that can be seen beyond like a surface level element. Um, you know... Let's talk about this entitled Epsidy? Pronounced Ipsidy. This award winning film, Mm. 4 minutes, 39 seconds, beautifully and boldly captures your journey. It's a journey of sacrifice, of redefining beauty, Um, reclaiming your identity as a woman as a mother, my favorite lines were these. I feel like I'm only becoming the best version of myself. I'm just moving more into who I'm supposed to be. Again, lost your hair, lost your breasts, beautiful, you remain inside and out. Marissa, from everything that you lost and all of that, what is it that you gained? What was the win?
1: I feel like I gained my entire life. Um, yeah, losing those... those things. You know, maybe in the moment I felt like I was losing a lot. I had gained such a beautiful perspective of How I want to spend my days and where I want to spend my time and my energy was actually important to me and we've only got so much time. Like I'm lucky that I didn't let alopecia take me, so it was very close. And then, with my BRCA diagnosis, I had the opportunity and the privilege to control something that an 80% chance of getting breast cancer is pretty high, Um, but to let go of my breast, like, in exchange of maybe being able to live longer, mm-hmm. it just makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I, I haven't lost anything. There's, I look back on my entire, entire 30 years of life every single moment has led me to right here like the more that i learn to trust myself and to stop asking for anyone else's opinions on how i should live my life just the more free i've become Mm
0: -hmm. Mm Mm -hmm. so yeah gaining the perspective beautiful perspective um, and to your point control over a situation to be able to say you know there's something I can do and so much that we can't control in this world and in our lives to say well this is one thing I can control Mm -hmm. Um, you know I. so let's close this way with your words Uh, (laughs) I love your personal statement that reads this way I create to remind us that we're all different and that's a beautiful thing so my last question for you today Marissa is for those who don't feel they're beautiful because they're different what advice would you give them
1: I'd say that the world can only give you so many reminders but it's it's like inner work that needs to happen. Like you, you need to look deeper into yourself, and I feel like the more that we do that individually, the the more we stop searching for that outside validation. That it's all it's all made up at the end of the day. So, if we're just able to make our own standards of whatever beautiful looks like to us. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like we'll live a life of less, um, feeling like we're not enough. Yeah. Yeah, so it it really all starts with just yourself. Trust yourself. And mm-hmm. that's the first person that you should be looking for opinions from. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, that is yeah, some good advice. So thank you for that. Thank you mm-hmm. for sharing your incredible story for sharing your light and your energy here in conversation with me today thank you for helping all of us become a bit more aware now. thank you so much you're welcome tune into our podcast subscribe to our magazine find us and join us online visit iamawarenow.com we will no longer wait for permission to change the world. Together, we are aware now.